What's up, you cooked units? The Enlightened Youth. Dylan Law here. Hope you all are doing swell. Today, I'm talking about the quotes that have had the biggest impact on me, on my life. In my life, sorry. I'm 19 years old, but I feel like I've gained a lot of wisdom, a bit of knowledge from books, from lectures, from people, from from all sorts. From psychedelics as well. Can't leave that out. But... You know, it's fun learning. It's fun reading a book. Full well knowing that the people who wrote them had spent decades and decades becoming a professional at something. Deeming themselves and other people deeming them as a professional within an industry of their chosen category. And them doing decades of research within that industri- industry, then releasing a book to do with that industry is 10 years of compacted information within 200 pages, that they have tried their hardest to make consumable and digestible with their years and years of hard work and diligence and persistence for you to consume. They put that out there for you. Books are like parts of people's souls that they take out of themselves, put somewhere for you to digest. It's kind of the same with these videos as well and lectures and stuff because you're really seeing into someone. And a quote, a quote, is a perfect way to see into somebody's soul, I believe. Now, the first one's a big one, guys. You guys would have heard of this motherfucker. (laughs) This has a lot to do with my first acid trip, with my first LSD trip. In my last episode, I talked about my state of euphoria when I realized my life that I have on this earth. And within that spl- this split moment that my mindset just shift to, to complete gratitude, to complete understanding, to a world where everything made sense, where everything falls into place so perfectly. Right? So I was in this heavenly state for about 30 seconds, looked at my notepad, I was smiling and cackling and having a great time, like, yes! 30 seconds later, I had to pause the, pause the music, rip my headphones out look at the paper and I was just crying because I was like shit I've only got this one shot I've only got this one life what am I going to do with it am I going to have enough time is everything going to be okay which leads to the quote each man has two lives the second one starts when he realises he only has one I think I drilled through that on my first psychedelic trip. I think I drilled through that quote. It's like I broke the fabric of space-time, reached into decades within the future, grasped this concept and pulled it back out in my teens and went, whoa, okay. And I think that's what psychedelics are capable of. Peterson. He's a good guy. I like him. No matter what you say about him, I think... I think he's helped a lot of people out there, like a lot of people. And if you guys don't like him, I'd recommend just, I know I'm, I'm, I'm no lefty, I'm no right wing, I'm no Republican, I'm no Democrat, I'm no, I don't know what I consider myself, an alien, I'm a seventh dimensional alien. But regardless of all that, someone who motivates and someone who influences, someone who can speak and someone who can tell stories, you can't discredit someone like that. You know, you really can't, but to compare yourself to who you were yesterday is to 
to not live eternally under the suffering of the own ideal that you've created, you know, because we all have that person we want to be, we want to become. And when we create that ideal, it automatically kind of becomes a mirror, like a judge in a way, like someone who's who's constantly pestering you and nagging at you to get better. And you get sad when you smoke pot on the days you're not meant to smoke pot or you sleep in really late on the days you want to get up early or you don't work out for two days in a row. Then the third day comes and you still don't work out. Fourth day you feel like ass. It's real fucked up. It's not only the idea of wanting to be a somebody and set our goals and do our goals and persist on our goals and like maintain our habits and do everything well and then not achieving that. It's not only that, it's about how you feel about not achieving it and about beating yourself up because you didn't do the things you're supposed to do. It's a loop. It's wanting something, not doing something, beating yourself up. Then wanting something again, readjusting, not doing it, beating yourself up. That's a continual loop, right? Right? Don't get caught in that loop. Because it's very easy, especially nowadays on social media, looking at where everyone is, how much money everyone has, what people are doing at what age. It's just constant feed of fucking, of fucking bullshit, man. We're all just trying to work ourselves out, man. We're all just kids, bro. Everyone's just a kid, man. Everyone's just a fucking kid. I've heard from a lot of adults, a lot of different lessons along the same lines of, you know, no one fucking grows up, right? No one ever grows up. (laughs) It's a weird fucking concept, but apparently no one ever fucking grows up. So, really, if you want to improve, compare yourself to the person you are today. It's like I imagine myself sitting within, sometimes there was a phase during my spiritual growth, where I would imagine me sitting within a cocoon of myself in the now, myself a day in the past, and myself a day in the future. And they are the only people that matter within my own growth, with my own personal development. No one else outside of that barrier of me now, me in the past, and me in the future matter. Because I'm communicating with the me in the past, with the me in the future, and we are one, working together. It's quite strange. It's quite strange. But compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not who someone else is today. Kind of gets rid of that, oh, look where everyone else is. And it can finally turn that third eye inwards, bro. You can finally look inside of you to see, like, you know, without without judgment or, or like, um... Any mist in front of you. Like you're blinded by the by the success of other people around you, which is kind of a bad thing. It's good to I guess it's good to contrast you to where you are and where you want to be, but just it's a glance. It's like a glance in a rearview mirror, you know? It's like a glance. Just have a look. Just have a look to compare. But don't 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 obsess, guys. Don't obsess. Just try and be a little bit better every day, and I think it'll work out. Just promise me that. Just try and be a little bit better every day. I think you got this. I think you got this. Just write those little things you want to do better. Just write them down. Just, just do them. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too easy on yourself. 
Stay within the realms of what you know while also pushing yourself a little bit. Don't be so hard on yourself. Okay? I love you. I love you. Last one. Last quote. Last quote. The ones who are crazy enough to think they will change the world are the ones who do. Steve Jobs. That one, I left that one to last because that's my fucking favourite. I fucking world. Even with MDMA too, there's those amazing aha, oh, just these beautiful moments of of complete euphoria, of states of like like utter realization, like realization that's packed into milliseconds to nanoseconds to half seconds. All this emotion that's compact within this one twist of a feeling, this one this one gurn, this one smile, this one tear, this one whatever it is, your whole life can pivot on these one moments. And I think psychedelic states can inhibit that. I think that's what they can do. And this this reminds me of me me with my friend Tyler. Tyler in my backyard on after a bit of Molly. MDMA. And I remember thinking, Tyler, how are we gonna do this, man? We need to do something. We need to we need to push this world forward. We need to we need to evolve humanity. And he kind of looked at me and he was like, Whoa. He's like, I I kinda see it. I, I see what you wanna do. You you wanna and he was just like in kinda he was kinda shook by it. He was shattered like you really want to kind of just rewire humanity, don't you? And I'm like, I had the intention, man, and I was, fuck, I do, I do, I do, that's what I want to do, man. <laughs> and those moments, those, those are where the foundations are set, because you can set 10 years of, of planning, five years of planning, a year of planning, six months of thinking, Bouncing your ideas off people, creating these stories. You can you can take what takes maybe months or years to create for yourself within three hour, six hour, twelve hour time spans. And not necessarily writing it out step by step, doing all that, but setting that intention, pushing forward, you know, crystallizing your ideas into this reality making them legitimate and i think psychedelics create this highway this shortcut to this to these beautiful cities to these beautiful worlds where you can go to where anything seems possible anything feels possible there's a good analogy for manifestation right there's a good analogy for it which i heard from a seminar which this guy said when you want a dog to have a bone you give it the bone for a bit you let it chew it and then you rip it away and you know what the dog goes? Dog goes, I want that. And you fucking throw it. And the dog just goes for it. And that's what manifestation is. That's what intention is. When you when you imagine yourself with this thing that you want, and imagine that you have it, and you bounce back into this reality that you exist in, it's almost like you stretch beyond the laws of space-time to find something, then it gets taken away, then your mind makes it easier. To create a map 
get there. Then you take those steps. And I think drugs can help you do those things. You know, can help you layer the path. Set up all the street signs that you need to see to get there. Anyways, that's enough of an episode today. I was about to go to sleep. It's about 2.30 in the morning right now. Not very good, but I'm feeling energized, so hope you're all doing well.